genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 21, which is quite possibly the greatest callow minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. Yeah, and we're uh, we're downstairs now. We're hanging out on the couch, and we're finding out that uh, we're starting with Hell's Fury and ends with it getting worse. But in that time frame, we find out about uh, Brody's failed relationship and the laundry list of things he did wrong. <laughs> so I guess we'll take it from the top here. We find out that he got dumped. Right. And uh, I also bring up right here, here's another um, good cut that comes up that's in the theatrical cut that we're going to cover. He says, Wom- uh, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned for Sega. Now, in the theatrical cut, that's it. It goes on to his next line, is T.S. talking about the note. Okay. But here he turns and goes, what's that mean? And then he goes, you had to be there, just keep reading. Right. Um, there's no joke that you want to have in a movie that needs to be, it's no, you funny. had to be there. Yeah, yeah. That is that is not good. <laughs> I mean, you're already risking a lot here with him basically reading a letter. Like, you need to keep this, it needs to be, like, snappy, and he needs to go through it quickly. You can't be like, ah, let's a little really linger on this and talk about how he wasn't there. Remember the scene you guys watched four minutes ago? I'm going to talk about that scene. Won't that right, be I'm exciting? I'm read it to you. How's that yeah. sound? That's almost like reading a script, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? <laughs> yeah. Um, this would really piss me off to no end if somebody broke up with me and gave me a list of complaints. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, just I mean, leave. Just, just leave. Well, not only that, don't you think she should have maybe aired her grievances before she wrote everything down on the list and dumped them with it? Um, I mean, the only way to respond to this, the way, I mean, if I was honest, like if she had climbed out the window and she handed me this list and I started looking at it, knowing me and the way that my temper would go, I would have immediately screamed back, oh, I guess you don't have any faults. Right, right. I guess you're perfect. Yeah. Because if my list has 15 things on it, I'm sure yours does too. <laughs> Because you got to figure, if you're writing down 15 faults somebody has, hey, yeah, half those faults are probably legit, but the other ones are probably, like, co-faults that you have, where, like, you feed off of each other yeah. and make something bad. Like, you never have a good – you never have a, a decent conversation with me. Okay, well, that's probably both of you, <laughs> unless one person's just totally shutting it down. So he has no direction, no, no college ambition, no job prospects. So I have written down in my notes, oh, he's Dante. Right. He just wants to work at the quick stop for the rest of his life. Yeah. Which <laughs> he is even do actually, that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's actually one better than, than uh, Brody, <laughs> yeah. who's not doing jack it's... shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, at least she was nice enough to write in there that he also has no dick. Thank you. Yeah. Proving once more that what r- women really look for is what Brody says. <laughs> yeah. Well, he says because the financial question came first. Right. So it was all the money stuff, and then you have no dick. So it was like... <laughs> You have no money, no ambition, and you're bad in bed. And his friend doesn't even know what he does for money. What do you do for money anyway? He's a Kramer. <laughs> yeah. We're like, how do you have money? Like, how do you live here? Like, he affords that apartment, which is, like, pretty much the same as Jerry's. Yeah. Jerry has a job. Right. Right. Yeah, what does Kramer do? Uh, one, I think one of my favorite episodes was they were going to go to they were gonna go to a Yankees fantasy camp, I think. And he says something along the lines of Kramer of, like, what do you need to go to fantasy camp for? You have no job. You somehow always have money and still get to sleep with women. People should pay $1,000 to live your life for a week. Right. It sounds like a good vacation. <laughs> but yeah, he's one of those. He's a he's a movie character where they don't work, they don't do anything, yet somehow always have funds available. Right. Well, he lives in his mother's basement, so that helps a lot. But you still got to have some sort of spending cash. Right. Like, do you just live there and just completely mooch off of them? Mom, you got 10 bucks? <laughs> no. We've, he does say where he yeah, he says he's going to the blood bank and the sperm bank. 
I mean, I don't know if that's a real stable income source. Honestly, at work the other day, someone was just talking about how they, he goes to the blood bank and they were going to donate plasma, but they can only do it once a week or something like that. And it takes it like, like four bucks. hours to donate plasma. Right. That's what I was thinking. It takes a long time. And I'm not saying don't do it. And you're a great person if you do it. But like if you're doing it for money. Yeah, it's not going to be a good payout, I don't think. Yeah. What about and sperm I mean, bank? Saying, I go to the sperm bank. Okay, you're a 20-year-old average white kid. How much are you pulling in there? Right. Like, you don't have a college degree. You're not a physical specimen. I honestly, I've never even drove pay. I don't know. I've never heard of a sp- People say sperm bank on TV, but I wouldn't even know where one was. Well, I don't think you would know because it would be in like a – it wouldn't be like on TV where it's like the sperm bank. Yeah. It's a huge <laughs> building. It would be like in a place like New York. It'd be the 13th floor of some nondescript building would be the I thought sperm you were going to say it was in like a little crack house or something. Here we do. This, this is the sperm bank. Come on in. Come on in. Oh, the back man. Room. Come back here to the sperm bank. <laughs> I don't think this is legit business. <laughs> So uh, what do I do back here? Well, you come back here with me, and then we work on it together. No, I think I'm out of here. <laughs> well, I'm a nurse. I can help you out. Yeah. <laughs> I can help you out. You have two choices, right hand or left. <laughs> he is currently considering the eye bank. He's looking to diversify, which is always good. What does that mean? They're going to take his eye, one eye? You can donate one eye? <laughs> I don't know. Does that have a patch? <laughs> yeah. He's going to be a pirate. So he says that we, it's the best Callow minute ever, and it gets brought up here. What did Brody think Callow meant? Honestly, I looked it up, and... It doesn't mean think, what he says. I don't think TS knows what it means either. No, he's also wrong. Yeah, but I don't know I don't know what Brody thought it meant, because he thought it was good. Yeah, so Brody thought it was good, and then TS thinks it means frightened and weak-willed. Yeah, and it doesn't. It means Callow is immature, inexperienced, and juvenile. Yeah. Synonym, Which makes more it, sense of what he is. Yeah. Immature, inexperienced, juvenile, adolescent, naive, green, raw, untried, unworldly, unsophisticated. Yeah. Wet behind the ears. Yeah. She toyed with the emotions of Lawton when he was a callow and insecure young man. So she knew what it meant. Right. And these two dumbasses don't. <laughs> one thinks it's good and the other one thinks it's something different. Right. Um, I tried to look to see if did Cala come up for the Urban Dictionary, but I didn't see it. No. And I don't want to look too much for it. So, yeah, after we get the callow debate here, it's funny because he's, like, all devastated. T.S. has that look on his face like, ugh, this dumbass. Meanwhile, he's <laughs> wrong, too. Yeah, he's also wrong. I, now, I also enjoyed that he thought there was a complimentary part of that letter at all anyway. Like, why would somebody write a breakup letter, say 14 bad things about you, and then say, also, you have a good smile? Huh. I looked it up on um with Wiktionary, and about four down, it does, I mean, five down, it says shallow or weak-willed. But I, that's a Wikipedia thing where people can edit it, right? Yeah, it's the Wiktionary. So yeah, anybody can put so that in. Some they probably got an awful small rats movie fan and put that in there. there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't trust the Wiktionary. I think the, no. the actual dictionary was better. Yeah, so then he, now he says to him about how he didn't even get a note uh, before he sits down. We This is the moment we can, we can discuss the couch and it's all its glory. Yeah. Before he sits down, there's a basket <laughs> of fruit and plants on it. I thought there um, was also, fruit on it. He also has like a pair of pajama pants over the back of it, which is just yeah. great for company to sit on. What? It's on the pajama pants. It looked like I can't. I don't know. They look like Liberty Bells or something. Yeah, something crazy on that. Wait, maybe it's a comic book character. Maybe, but I can't tell what it is. It also looks like there's pajama pants hanging over the top, and off the side is that like the pajama like tops (laughs) that are hanging over like the side of it? Because I don't know what those are. Also, the two red pillows look like bean bags. Like somebody was doing a bean bag toss on the uh, couch here. Maybe the uh, pajama pants and shirts are covering up stains on that couch. Maybe that's why they're there. Maybe. He also <laughs> has a pillow that may be the ugliest pillow I've ever seen. 
It's uh, probably was originally white, but it almost has like a tinge of yellow to it now. Uh, it has three things on it that may or may not be like characters or talking fish or God knows what on there. At first, I thought they were parrots or something, but now maybe I have no idea. Flowers? Oh, please, please go on the Jane Silent Bob Quicker Stop. We'll take a uh, try to find a screenshot of this god awful pillow that's there and try to tell us what you think it is. It, to me, it looks like there might be a wolf and then person that looks like death and then two guys that look like one guy looks like the spy from spy versus spy and the other one i don't know what the hell that is i see spy versus spy but that's about it i don't see any of that. this is a good rorschach test is what it yeah. is rorschach <laughs> test. maybe the guys from Watchmen minute can help us out and tell us what it is <laughs> they're the rorschach experts but yeah the, yeah I, I i'm gonna keep going ahead in a minute because i need ts to sit down and block some of that stuff you mean the fruit basket yeah oh and then they both sit down and just spread their legs as wide as possible yeah let, and do you ever sit on, on the couch with a buddy and like want to rub your leg against his leg? Because it's it's an odd way to sit, especially with him in his underwear. Yeah, it's a little odd with him in his underwear. That you're, yeah. There's no need to sit like that on this couch either. No. It's not like, oh, I really feel the need to spread out. No, you don't. <laughs> in, in reality, one would be pushed against one arm. The other one would be pushed against the other arm in reality. Yeah. Also, uh, as much as TS seems a little upset... They are taking the fact that they've had what we are assuming are two long-term relationships go down in flames today very well. Oh, yeah. Like, T.S. is minorly upset. Brody's kind of in denial. But, I mean, how long do you think they dated these girls? They both, both of those girls were way too hot for these two guys. Way. They should be a little more, yeah. Way out of their <laughs> league. Yeah. They yes. completely outkicked their coverage. Like, they should be a little more T.S. upset about this. is at least closer because he's just like yeah. – a nice guy, good-looking kid. He probably gets good grades. He goes to college. Right. Like, okay, I could buy him getting with somebody like yeah. uh, Claire Forlani. It's possible. But Jason Lee, not so much for how he looks, but how he acts. He doesn't work hard at anything, so he didn't work like, hard at I mean, her either. Let's be honest. I mean, Brand, uh, she, she, uh, what's her face? Renee. She must hate her father. I mean, there's just no way around this. Is that what, that's what's going on. She's got, <laughs> she's got some was, real diabolical daddy issues. <laughs> it was get into porn or go date Brody. Yeah. <laughs> it was date Brody or, you know, start working the, uh, the day shift at like, uh, you know, the go-go bar. <laughs> oh, the fantasy show shift. bar. <laughs> yeah. And then he's right at the end of the minute, he's finding out about their Florida trip. That's not happening. Yeah. Which is sort of odd that he didn't know about it already. Right, he was going to leave and just he's just telling them now? Yeah, it's like, um, I don't know. I mean, not that my friends know every detail of what I'm doing, but they usually know the broad strokes of like, right. yeah, you're going away. I don't know, Brody is kind of a dick, and I think he may mention it if you tell him anything you want to keep a surprise, though. That's a fair point. Yeah. Like, he'll run into her and be like, oh, did he propose to you yet? Yeah, yeah, have you been on the Jaws ride? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do see why he would have avoided him now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions of, like, how long have these two guys been friends? How did that friendship start? I mean, they do say they've been friends since they were kids because he talks about when they were in Little League or where when TS was in Little League. Yeah. So they've been friends for a long time. But, like, I would love to know how long their individual relationships were. <laughs> like, um, we learned in Clerks that he had been with Caitlin for five years. Right. And he'd been dating Veronica for eight months. Um, what, what would you say a, a relationship – at age 22, what is a relationship considered a serious relationship? Is it, like, minimum six months? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 22, it's not very – it's not, you know, it's not years. It's not it's high school. High school doesn't matter. You can no. date for two weeks or four years in high school. None of it means jack shit. Yeah. But at that age, yeah, I mean, you're, you're planning things that are going on in your life. So, yeah, I'd say at least six months. Yeah, so do we think – do you think Renee and Brody were together for more than six months? 
I don't think a whole lot more. If they were, it's not a whole lot more. I think they were like six to nine months, yeah. where I could see TS being a little bit more. Yeah, it looks, seems more long term. Like they were, he was gonna, he was gonna propose. So yeah, they, I see them being more like a two year relationship. Yeah, but so I mean, if your two year relationship comes apart and you're, you know, at best you're mildly irritated about it. I mean, to be fair, you. Your relationship didn't just come apart. It came apart basically on national TV during a almost assassination attempt. Yeah. You should be more upset than this. You're luckier you didn't get locked up for this. He's actually making – the response he's making makes more sense in the theatrical cut where the only reason why they break up is – again, why it works better in the theatrical cut. In this, the whole problem is the assassination attempt, you know, which he explained on him, blah, 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 this whole rigmarole. Right. In the theatrical cut, it's because he told Julie Dwyer because she was fat. Right. Oh, and then yeah. she died. And yeah. it's, there's, there's more of a direct connection of he tells her that the camera adds 15 pounds. So she starts to go swim at the YMCA. She bursts an embolism. She dies. She was supposed to be the contestant. It's last minute. They have to pick somebody. So they pick her. So they pick Brandon. It's his fault. Yeah. It's his fault. It's literally yeah. his fault. The rest of it is like a complete accident set of circumstances that the father it makes mr spending look like just a, like a huge asshole and it makes her look stupid right of being like well oh i had to do this well no you didn't have to the other one it's totally his fault he says something yeah. to a girl and she dies right right i mean he didn't mean to but like if you tell somebody like oh you're not looking too good and they go out and try to jog 10 miles and they drop dead of a heart attack i think you're gonna feel like it's your fault right you're indirectly responsible yeah. there Yes, I mean, I'm sure you'll you'll get off when the police come to investigate you, but you're going to get some sideways glances from the sergeant. He's <laughs> like, are you sure you had nothing else to say to him? <laughs> like, no, I just told her the camera adds 10 pounds. How do I know she was going to do 40 backstrokes? Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, looking at my uh, notes, I really don't have much. Uh, I just says that uh, Brody either is remarkably cool about this or he is really jaded. <laughs> Like, has he had, like, ten other relationships blow up this way? Right. Hey, I mean, he kind of seems like a stoner where he just doesn't care at some point. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, like, we're never really led to believe that, but... For for some reason, I like the TS line where he says he's also in the framing business. Oh, yeah, that is a pretty good line. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a, that's a good Kevin Smith line. Yeah. I could see him being pretty pleased with himself at, like, 1 a.m. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he's in the framing business. <laughs> that also does make it in the theatrical cut. And it was it's one of his better delivered lines. Like, I am also in the framing business. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, he seems like he may be more upset and is just trying to, like, st- still play it as cool as Brody is. Where Brody's like, oh, whatever, she left. <laughs> yeah, I framed it. Oh, if he was in there, you know, crying, Brody would be calling him a pussy at this point. He wouldn't be thinking that at all. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be like, come on, man. What are you dealing with these chicks? I mean, yeah. Uh, sometime, I guess, next week, uh, we're going to find out what his actual advice to get over the situation is. <laughs> and it's, it's not great. No. All right. Uh, uh, do you have anything else for this minute? Any other uh, callow things you need to get out? No, I'm good. All right. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find us uh, for now and forever? Well, you can go back, was it two, three years ago now, Jeff? And check out the Burbs. The burbs. Yeah. <laughs> We did the the Burbs, the Tom Hanks movie, The Burbs, in its entirety. You just Google Burbs, man, and it comes right up. Or you can go back last year and listen to The Clerks Breakdown, Minute at a Time. <laughs> I don't know how to say that without saying Clerks Minute. <laughs> listen to um, last year, Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we covered Clerks. <laughs> One minute at a time. Um, we finished that all the way, 90 minutes. And as you can tell, we're working on more rats now. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com with a host of others. 
like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles minute, Rocky minute, uh, Harry Potter minute. I love how you just leave me here to keep trying <laughs> to Ferris Bueller's Day Off minute, <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings minute. Having a Friend for Dinner, the Hannibal Lecter minute, and Disney Animation minute. Spider-Man minute. Coronetto minute. Back to the Future minute. Toy Story minute. We got, I feel like we got a lot of them. Yeah, Spider-Man minute. Yeah, we're, I said I Spider-Man we're, minute already. Did you say Lord of the Rings minute? Yes. Uh, I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Go to DuelingGenre.com. And for some reason, if the ha- if the dozen podcasts that are there don't appeal to you, you can also go to MoviesByMinutes.com. Uh, pay special attention to, of course, the Star Wars Minute, where at this point they have covered the original three and the prequels. And they are gearing up to start the Disney movies. I like the Disney movies. I don't care what they say. I mean, listen, they, those guys just did the three prequels. Right. They spent two weeks in the droid factory on Attack of the Clones. (laughs) I'm sure it's not going to be a real big deal to be like, they're probably going to weep when Harrison Ford walks back through the door. Right. Like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Chewie, we're home. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just them weeping. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we are also home. And by home, I mean the end of this. We're getting out of here. I can't deal with you anymore, Chris. You're too callow. Shallow and weak-willed.